Hi, I'm Taylor, and welcome to the TD Nutrition Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the TD Nutrition Podcast. Today's episode is all about seasonal changes and our health. I thought this was very appropriate going into fall and winter. A lot of people experience a change in health symptoms going into the colder months, but also you can experience a change in symptoms in the spring and summer as well. It's just less talked about because they're typically different symptoms than the ones we experience this time of year. But in the episode today, I'm going to talk about um, all seasons, not just fall and winter. Do you notice that any of your health symptoms get worse or maybe pop up only certain times of the year? This is because our bodies are very connected to the seasons and sometimes seasons can trigger symptoms in our body, but it's not because of the season itself that's causing these symptoms. What's actually going on is that you have an underlying health condition that you may or may not be aware of, and certain seasons bring about something that worsens the condition. So it's not necessarily fall that is causing a specific symptom to pop up or get worse, and it's not winter. Um, It's just that you already have an underlying condition that gets worse during certain times of the year, but the season really isn't to blame. Like the season's not the cause, the season just worsens it. So you, if you don't already know what the cause is, it would be important to start looking into what is the root cause of this health issue that you have. Certain aspects of every season can shed light on underlying health issues that you are already dealing with, especially if you're a very sensitive person and your body's just hypersensitive to certain things. Like in winter, for example, there's a lack of sunlight, there's freezing temperatures, and then there's this contrast between cool and damp outside air and then very dry, warm inside environments. And then this contrast um, of like the hot and the or the warm inside and then the cool outside, it doesn't support your health as much as mild temperatures and sunshine would. And we all don't do as great when we don't get as much sun and I'm fortunate enough to live in California where there isn't freezing temperatures and I don't really have to deal with being stuck inside during snowstorms. But I do notice that during the winter months and fall months, I don't go outside as frequently as I do in the summertime. So I do get a decrease in sunshine, but maybe I don't have to deal with this contrast of freezing temperatures outside and dry warm air on the inside. Whereas if you live in an area that does get freezing temperatures and snow in the wintertime, this contrast could trigger one of your health issues. So let's say that someone who has terrible sinus issues during the winter may experience worse symptoms when their house is filled with dry heat. The actual sinus issue was already present in their body, but the dry heat in their home exacerbated the problem. So the real cause of this sinus issue may not necessarily be the winter months, but it's probably more likely to be an overgrowth of strep bacteria in the body or some sort of scar tissue in your sinuses from previous sinus infections, even like 30 years ago, could leave 
scar tissue in your sinuses that then make them hypersensitive so then you have sinus issues a lot later on. But again, the reason for your sinus issues is not the season itself. The seasons are just calling attention to an already present health issue that you have. In the springtime, our livers detox and they start to push out viral byproduct, heavy metals, pesticides, plastics, and other toxins that tend to get clogged up really frequently. So the liver is kind of in sync with the seasons in this phase because it's basically doing a little spring cleaning, like it's pushing out a lot of toxins. So the springtime is when your body kind of does a natural detox on its own. And then when these toxins are being detoxed, they may not be able to be expelled fast enough through bowel movements and urine. So then sometimes they will enter the bloodstream. And then when these toxins do enter the bloodstream, they can trigger things like depression, anxiety, and other symptoms throughout the spring and summer months. In the fall, the spleen tends to detox for most people. And some people will experience additional liver detox as well. Not everyone, but, but some people. And then in the summer, there is very high levels of air pollution during humid summer heat waves. And this aggravates any underlying issues that people are experiencing because these pollutants, they are toxic to us. So if you have an underlying health issue, they're going to stir things up and you'll notice it. In the summer, the air also contains less oxygen and it possesses a huge amount of toxins. So I was saying there's more pollution in the summer um, and other toxins as well. And there's even more radiation and heavy metals in the air in the summer. And if you're dealing with symptoms like fatigue, your issues could be more easily pronounced during this period. And again, if you have any illness that gets worse from toxic heavy metals or pollution, summer will make that worse. And it's not because summer is doing it, it's because pollutants in the air are messing with the health issue that you do have. And another thing about the winter and fall months is you may also experience seasonal symptoms more so here because our diet and exercise choices tend to shift more drastically than like they do going into spring and summer. So even super health-minded people, they don't always make ideal food choices around Thanksgiving and the holidays. And people who are active during warmer months, they may not get out and exercise as often when the weather changes and starts to get colder. So then this can make you feel worse than you previously did. Because of these different choices, the liver may grow a, a little more clogged and the blood may get a little thicker and then less oxygen starts to travel to the brain and then it triggers existing health issues. And when these problems emerge, instead of looking at potential viral issues, toxic heavy metals in the system, or other possible causes of the issue, Doctors may incorrectly blame the time of year and tell you that you just have seasonal depression. And you may in fact have depression, but it's not because of the seasonal change. It's because there's something deeper happening in your body that the season's triggering. Um, so seasonal depression isn't really the best name for it. An extremely common diagnosis that you may get if you get emotional issues or health issues pop up only one season of the year, is called seasonal affective disorder. 
If you get diagnosed with this, it's definitely a red flag that you have an underlying illness that needs your attention. And it's the underlying illness that is the root cause of your seasonal affective disorder, not the, not the seasonal affective disorder is the problem. There's something deeper than that. But people will get diagnosed with this and it's like, it's just to give you a name of what you're feeling. But, you know, there's nothing you can do for seasonal affective disorder, but there's root causes of that and there's stuff you can do for the root causes. And the underlying illness of the seasonal affective disorder, it doesn't have to be anything super extreme either. Like you may think it's like an extreme illness that you have and it doesn't have to be. It could be something very minor. And you may be thinking, no, this isn't me. Like I don't have anything serious happening in my body. But even smaller health issues can be the root cause of your seasonal affective disorder if you have that diagnosis and you're, you know, you don't think you have anything going on. It could be a small issue. It doesn't have to be drastic. So if you were to get diagnosed with seasonal affective disorder because of various symptoms that pop up only one time a year, they would be missing the true cause of what is happening. And most likely it's your liver detoxing and then these toxins get into your bloodstream causing problems. So now we're going to talk about um, the symptoms that you may experience when seasons change. Some symptoms that you may experience with seasonal changes could be listlessness, low energy, fatigue, aches and pains, arthritis, sadness, loneliness, depression, anxiety, nervousness, and a feeling of disconnect. These symptoms can vary in intensity from one person to another. So, for example, one person may experience a mild depression while another person may feel suicidal depressed. So there's this varying degree of how intense seasonal changes may affect you. Almost all symptoms caused by seasonal affective disorder or seasonal changes are neurological symptoms. So they're related to our brain and our brain function. And I mentioned some of the neurological symptoms just now, but there's other neurological symptoms such as depression, which I mentioned, melancholy, loneliness, which I also mentioned, hopelessness, feeling lost or disconnected. And all of these symptoms, they're all neurological. They stem from brain function. And the other neurological symptoms, like I also mentioned, include anxiety, nervousness, focus and concentration issues, and then aches and pains. The reason why aches and pains fall under neurological symptoms is because it has to do with the nerve endings that connect to our brain. Even if your depression is set off by the loss of a loved one, it's still a neurological depression because your nervous system is affected by that loss. So your nervous system feels the impact that the loss has. Other symptoms of seasonal changes or seasonal affective disorder are things like weight gain, which this can stem from a stagnant liver that grows more congested due to a period of poor food choices because, again, our liver is responsible for digesting fat and dealing with toxins. So if you have a time of poor food choices, there will be weight gain. As well as a low-grade viral issue is another symptom or the buildup of toxins in the organs throughout one's life. So you may be thinking, okay, I have 
seasonal affective disorder and there's a root cause that I don't know of. So what is that underlying cause? Many physicians will say that your symptoms are a direct result of seasonal affective disorder, but they aren't the result of that seasonal change. They're a result of the root cause that needs to be identified. For example, if you're struggling with depression, odds are you have a high buildup of toxic heavy metals in your brain and you need to focus on flushing out toxic heavy metals. Because toxic heavy metals play a huge role in depression and anxiety. Even people with severe forms of depression and anxiety, the second they start shifting their diet to help flush out toxic heavy metals, their symptoms actually start to improve and they feel better. So if you struggle with depression and or anxiety, focus on trying to flush out heavy metals because I guarantee you that you'll start feeling better. So toxic heavy metals are one of the underlying causes of seasonal affective disorder. And another one is sluggish livers. Many people who struggle with seasonal symptoms have sluggish livers that need help detoxing because there's so much toxins built up in our livers that they need help cleansing. And we all have sluggish livers because not only do we eat diets high in fat most of the time, we drink alcohol, we take prescription medications, and we're exposed to environmental toxins. All of these things place a huge burden on our liver. And I do plan on doing a whole episode about liver health because there's so much to say about the liver. It's such an important organ and it does a lot more for us than we even realize. Um, but our, our livers do. They get sluggish because of all the toxins that they're holding on to and they need help cleansing. And if you don't do that, then you start getting a lot of symptoms that are the same as what it constitutes being diagnosed with seasonal affective disorder. And it's just because a lot of symptoms that come with having a sluggish liver get worse certain times of the year. And if your seasonal symptom is severe aches and pains, the root cause of, the, of this could be high viral levels in your body. So something like maybe shingles or Epstein-Barr virus. So when those viral levels get really high, they can cause a lot of pain in various parts of our body. So if you experience pain somewhere only one time of year, you might actually be having issues with shingles or Epstein-Barr virus. The last underlying cause is the liver detoxing, which I touched on this a little bit ago. And when our livers do detox, so people's livers who are able to cleanse and flush out toxins on their own, that's great. But then sometimes it's flushing out too many toxins at once. And like I said earlier, we can't get rid of those toxins quick enough via urination and bowel movement. So then they get backed up and they end up in our bloodstream, which then cause symptoms like pain or anxiety and depression. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Let's talk foods that help minimize seasonal symptoms from coming up. You'll want to focus on constantly bringing in life-filled foods into your diet, even in the fall and winter months. So life-filled foods are things like fruits and vegetables. And we often forget about fruits during the winter and fall months, and then we end up missing out on a huge healing portion of our diet that our bodies were relying on in the spring and summer. So if you go from eating tons of fruit in the spring and summer, and then you don't eat fruit anymore in the fall and winter, that's probably why seasons are popping up, because your body was depending on all those vitamins and minerals coming in, and then all of a sudden now you have this huge hole in your diet. So you don't want that. 
Fruits protect our nervous systems and they protect our overall health. And this is why depression and anxiety do spike during the fall and winter months because we barely eat fruit, if at all. And pomegranates, cranberries, figs, and pears, those are all great fall winter fruits. So even though we don't have the same fruits that are in season, you can still get some great fruits that will fill in in place of those other summer fruits. During the winter months, fruit is still beneficial, even if it was grown and shipped from a different country. So I've talked about this a lot. If a pineapple or a watermelon or a mango was grown in a place where it's in season, so think like a tropical climate, South America, Hawaii, Florida, if it was grown there, it is still filled with vitamins and minerals because it was grown in a place where it was in season. So just because you may not live in a place where that fruit is in season doesn't mean you can't eat it. You can. So if you happen to go to the grocery store and you see some mangoes or papayas, get them because you'll benefit from those nutrients, especially if your body was depending on that during the spring and summer. And that will help lower any seasonal symptoms that you do get. Other great foods to consume in addition to fruits is red and green leaf lettuce, spinach, celery, fresh celery juice, cucumbers, oranges, walnuts, and hemp seeds in small amounts because those are a fat, so you wouldn't want to overdo walnuts and hemp seeds too much. And since most of the emotions and symptoms related to seasonal affective disorder uh, are related to toxic heavy metal buildup in the body, Adding in things like spirulina, barley grass juice powder, and Atlantic duels are also really important to help flush out excess toxic heavy metals and reduce the symptoms and their intensity. So those could really help with your depression and anxiety as well. Some great herbs and supplements that help with seasonal symptoms are vitamin D3, this is important because we don't get as much natural sunlight as we need every day. So regularly taking D3 is important. And even in the summer months, still take your D3 because we spend a lot of times indoors working and things like that. So we still don't get as much sun as our body needs to function and have a healthy immune system. Zinc is another one. Zinc helps with strengthening our immune system. It helps uh, you know, get rid of viral pathogens in the body. Vitamin B12, many seasonal symptoms like anxiety, depression, aches and pains, and focus and concentration are rooted in brain function, and B12 is very important at supporting the health of our nervous system. So B12 would be great for those symptoms. And also weight gain and a sluggish liver can be helped with B12. Lemon balm. Lemon balm is antiviral, antibacterial, and even helps to relax and strengthen the central nervous system. It also helps to fight off Epstein-Barr virus, shingles, strep bacteria, and other bugs that are the root cause of many of the symptoms that you may feel popping up during various seasons. Eyebright. So Eyebright is an herb that has a strong antiviral and antibacterial property and it supports the body during seasonal changes by helping to cleanse our blood. Red clover blossom tea, this also helps to cleanse our blood and it helps to support the liver as well. Nettle leaf, nettle leaf calms the nerves, helps to bring down inflammation, and it helps to reduce aches and pains. And lastly, we have turmeric tea. 
This helps with seasonal symptoms, especially inflammation. And inflammation can be, you know, feeding into any aches and pains and things like that. So that is it for how seasonal changes affect our health. And as we do enter fall and winter, if you know that your anxiety and depression gets really bad this time of year, try to be super proactive. Stay on top of your fruit intake. Add in some of the herbs and supplements I suggested. And and again, I think the fruit intake is probably the most important because we don't realize how much it makes up our diet in the summer. And then in the wintertime, we kind of just like, oh, you know, it's not available. We, We won't eat it. And then we lean usually toward more unhealthy options. If you are someone who deals with a lot of symptoms when the seasons change and it's frustrating or maybe you've actually been diagnosed with seasonal affective disorder, feel free to reach out and get some support because there's lots of tools and ways that you can prepare and minimize those symptoms so you don't have to go through that intensity of it every single year. So you can send me an email at tdnutritioncoaching at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening.